welcome to the Should I Go See a Podcast. I'm your host, Bill George. With me, as always, is AJ. Hey, Bill. Today, we are talking about Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Jumanji 2. <laughs> Starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, directed by Jake Kasdan. You got a synopsis for us, AJ? Yeah, IMDb.com states that four teenagers discover an old video game console and are literally drawn into the game's jungle setting, becoming the adult avatars they choose. Mm-hmm. Bill? Yep. Should I go see it? Yeah, it's a good time at the movies. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I'm going to get a lot of crap for that because uh, people saw this commercial and said that's stupid. I, 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 no, okay. At I don't know who these people, people are. Well, that's what people told me. This is, a big, this is a big thing for you because this is the first Dwayne The Rock Johnson movie mm-hmm. that you've reviewed that you gave a yes to. That is correct, which is counter what I usually say to people when I talk to them about Dwayne The Rock Johnson because I believe he is a national treasure uh, and, and an American icon at this point. I love he the guy, but his his uh, selection of work leaves his, much to be desired. Yeah, I mean, his movies are not good. He is Correct. the hardest working man in, in show business. Sure. But he works hard on producing shitty movies. <laughs> yeah, and he is always the best part of whatever piece of shit he's in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in this case, I thought they got a they got a winner here. So this is a sequel to the yeah, original how does it Jumanji. Fit into the yeah, universe let me, let because me. like R.I.P. Robin Williams, like the first one with the board game and the rhinos oh, and the great. shit like that. That was awesome. Oh yeah, it's a great movie. So how does this video game, you know, millennial shit fit into sure, the sure. universe? So I'm gonna quick spoiler alert. We're gonna talk about a movie that was in 1996. Uh, but I, I mean, at the end of that movie. <laughs> Uh, if you recall, they try to sink the board game in the ocean because because why things. not? Yeah, because of the, how the movie ended. So they want to get rid of it, so they drop it in the ocean, uh, and then the kind of teaser right before the credits at the end of the original Jumanji is the game washed up on a beach somewhere, and then you hear the drums, and then it goes to the credits. Do you remember that? It might have been a while since you've seen it, oh, but Jesus Christ. that's how the movie like eight ended. when that movie came out. Right. Okay. So this movie begins. With the board game on the beach, somebody coming by and picking it up. Yeah. He brings it to his teenage son and gives it to him. I found this on the beach, whatever. The kid throws it in his room. And then at night, the magic begins (laughs) and the board game starts to glow and inhabits a video game or modifies itself to become a video game console. Jesus Christ. Then wouldn't it be 10 times better if that kid who got the board game was like, I'm going to be, I'm going to grow up and start like rockstar entertainment and make the board game into a video game. Yeah, like coded into a video yeah, game. And that's yeah. what happens. That's not what happens. They use Fucking magic. Idiots. So the kid gets sucked into it. The kid disappears forever. We, well, the we, family thinks he gets abducted. Yes, they think he's gone. So then we do a time jump to modern times because that do. was in 96. Again, that's when the movie came out and that's okay. what they start with, which is kind of nice. Then we do a time jump. And we're following these four kids in high school. There's like the protagonist who's kind of the soft-spoken nerd. Uh, there's the jock. There's the pretty girl. And then there's like the quiet girl. Like those are like your standard okay. your standard tropes. Yep. They all get detention and they all end up in detention. And part of the detention is clean out this old stockroom or whatever. And the video game console is there. Okay. We're like, a, we're very deep right now. I'm trying to set the movie up for you. I like two more sentences. All right, keep going. So they clean out the stock room. So they clean out the stock room. They find the console. Okay. They find the console. 
they decide, why don't we just play this instead of doing whatever we have to do for detention? They fire up the console and they all get sucked into Jumanji. Right. Okay, most, that is the setup okay. for the movie. The most important question I have yes. is what system was it? It, it was a custom. They oh, don't. It's not name branded. Here's the thing that's interesting and why the movie won me over. When these four sort of archetypical high school people pick their characters for the game, when they get sucked into Jumanji, they become their avatars. And so there's a few different layers to the comedy here where we have not only the uh, video game jokes, so they make a lot of jokes about gaming and how games work because they're stuck in the structure of a video game. So they make jokes about non-player characters. They make jokes about mini-maps, like things that I grew up playing single-player video games and I could totally relate to. And then you have like the body swap. Not a lot of multiplayer games growing up, Bill. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, then they have like the body swap humor because you have the like nerdy kid who's now in the body of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, that's great. So it's Dwayne acting like like a nerdy kid but looking like Dwayne, right? And you have uh, Kevin Hart, who was the jock character as a teenager, is now a short, basically in a midget's Kevin body, Hart, right? Yeah. And then you have. Uh, the, the the sort of the pretty girl who's always on Instagram and everything else, the popular girl who is now Jack Black. And so Jack Black has to play like he's a teenage That's girl. Great. And it's it led to a lot of of humor for me. Uh, I thought it was really funny. I feel like a lot of time when we when anyone talks about comedies, it's just very open for interpretation because com- people have different sense yep. of humor. And a lot of times when I know when you review comedies, you have to keep that in mind because like what you think is funny is someone else. So like, what's the thought here on that? It's hard because comedy is, is by far the most subjective genre. So like even a, uh, something like a, a horror movie or something like that, whether you're scared or not, you can still sort of see what they're going for and respect the execution of it. Versus a lot of times for comedy, it's so instantly either I thought this was funny or I didn't. And that is all that matters. And you don't, it's harder to take in the objective side of it. So there are movies that I've seen. One that I got a lot of shit for was uh, Daddy's Home with Mark Wahlberg. One or two? One. Didn't see two. Okay. So I saw one and, you know, it was on a lot of people's like worst movies of the year list. And like objectively, is it a well-made movie, whatever, like not really, but at the same time, I laughed regularly in that theater, mostly because of Wahlberg's performance and Hannibal Burris's performance in it. So then I had to write this review, and I'm sitting there going, can I, in good conscience, write a no for a movie that I sat and laughed during? If I laughed during it, is that not the mark of a good comedy? Well, the funny thing is, speaking about shitty comedies and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, is that I watched Baywatch. I don't know. It was a 99-cent rental on iTunes the other night. Yep. Has like a, like a 10, minus 10 on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yep. I was crying that entire movie sure. it's not a good movie it's right. not it's not gonna win any awards but i was literally laughing that entire movie and if someone was like should i watch baywatch and i'd be like yeah if you want to laugh your ass off the entire movie sure right definitely go right. see it but if you said as a critic that baywatch was great yeah. then people would and that's crucify what, you. and that i guess that's what the problem with comedies is yeah. is that people it makes it really hard yeah Besides the comedy in the movie, there is action like the first movie. There is chases and and animals and all those type of things. Uh, and just like the first movie, the CGI in this movie is going to age poorly. Um, that was really? just like the original. Yeah, not why? the strongest I mean, use of CGI. It's a big budget movie. I don't know why. Yeah, it wasn't great. Uh, but it was still, it was entertaining throughout. There were nods to the original, uh, that were nice. They could have connected a little bit more. It's basically an inverse of the original where the original 
Jumanji comes to life in the real world in this real world people get sucked into Jumanji. Like it's basically just an inverse of that, which is a Jeez. pretty smart idea. Wow. Uh, but that means there weren't really any riddles and that was kind of my favorite part of the first Jumanji. Uh, so that was a bit guy. of a bummer. Single player games, riddles, board games. Yeah, that's that's my wheelhouse. That's where I live. Uh, but, and <laughs> the rock and Kevin Hart have great chemistry. The whole core cast is really great together and they are the ones that sell it. The material is pretty good, but their performance of it is what elevates it and what did it for me. So yeah, so, I gave it a yes. I enjoyed so similar it. comedies like this new Jumanji, welcome to the jungle. I would assume like other rock movies like Baywatch central intelligence with him and Kevin Hart, like school of rock. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't like Baywatch as much as you did. It didn't really make yeah, me laugh like, in particular. Like and juvenile I, sense of humor. <laughs> I also didn't see Central Intelligence, so it's hard for me to make a direct line to it. But I've heard, I've heard well, good Central things. The, the reason I love Central Intelligence is like The Rock plays like a, ner- a very nerdy right. social outcast but okay. in The Rock's body, which... In that case, you're, yeah, humor. Then yeah. you're lined up to, to enjoy this one. Great, Bill. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the Should I Go See It podcast. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already and check out uh, shouldigosee it.com and our Instagram at shouldigosee it. Bye.